This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. What is up, guys? Welcome to The WAN Show. We've got a great show lined up for you guys today with yeah. the big headline topic obviously being that Jensen's Kitchen, Jensen's Kitchen was a lie. NVIDIA Maybe. reveals that the GTC 2021 <clears throat> keynote was fake. It was sort fake. Of. It was a rendering. It was a simulation. So we're going to, I actually haven't seen the footage. Uh, Luke has looked through it and he is going to play a little game with me where I'm going to try and find yeah. the fake Jensen. I'm actually really excited about this. In we'll, other we'll news. See how, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Stay New tuned. Egg has allegedly been bundling bad power supplies, like not faulty, but just terrible bad power supplies with graphics cards in an effort to dump them. This was unearthed by Steve from Gamers Nexus. And so you know that it's going to be good. Let me just say the sparks, the sparks have flown. There are flown sparks. I believe quite literally, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What else we got? Asus might be teaming up with Noctua to create a RTX 3070. And there's lots of Samsung stuff. We're going to talk about it. Oh, there's tons of Samsung stuff. And some of it's, yeah. some of it's pretty awesome. All right, let's yeah. roll this intro. Yes. Why don't we jump right into the headline topic? NVIDIA revealed. Uh, wait, where is the uh, where where's the actual original article from this thing? Hold on. I can oh, bring I got it. Up. Tech got Radar. It. Here we go. So Tech Radar posted this article. I actually read it earlier this week. Jensen's Kitchen was a lie. NVIDIA reveals that their GTC 2021 keynote was nearly 100% fake. And okay, Luke, is it is it worth us taking a second and having a look at Nvidia's video here, showing the behind the scenes? Can um, I do that? I I think I this whole thing is extremely confusing because okay. the wording used by all parties involved is either extremely vague, incorrect, or just like not how you should word that because okay. it's it seemed borderline intentionally confusing. Let me so, let me show them. Let, can I just can I just show them the teaser then? Just show them the teaser. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna show them the teaser. All right. Here we go. Just see what you're showing. GTC first and. Okay. I'm just gonna mute this. So check this out. Check this out. They had this goal. They had this goal where they wanted to create Jensen's kitchen. And Jensen himself. Okay. Hold on. Let me blah blah blah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So we are gonna make virtual Jensen kitchen. Real time materials. Real time textures. Okay, digital twin of the thing. Wait, this this is the wrong one. Where's the bloody this one? Here we go. There, there we go. Okay, so they show us how they how they constructed Jensen's kitchen using this Omniverse thing. Okay, Bionic Vision Lab, blah blah, etc. Hold on, where's the where's the bloody footage? Well, I, I no, timestamped it all. the original keynote. No, what I, am I, I looking for? It it's all in the doc. The the like. 
the the three later timestamped YouTube links are all sections of that video that talk about this. Okay, I just want to find. Oh, here it is. Here it is. So here's where they're creating the fake Jensen. This is super cool. So here we got the. Yeah, there we go. So they put him in this like huge camera rig. This is amazing. They take all these pictures of him, and then boom. We get fake Jensen, leather jacket and everything. They worked on like how the materials stretch. Okay, okay. so we got Don't him. look too much further into it. Okay, we got look look at this. Look at this. They're removing they're removing like the hair and everything. Crazy yeah. town. Don't look don't look too much further into okay. it. Okay, all right, all right. Yes, I won't look there. any further into okay. it. Anyway. So, so the point original, is Okay, fine. Original you, article title. Original article title. Jensen's kitchen was a lie. NVIDIA re reveals GTC 2021 keynote nearly 100% fake, right? Okay, yes. remember that original title? You saw what they were doing. They yes. got him in this in this truck. It's a truck that pulls up to Jensen's house. They take pictures of him, all this kind of stuff. They got really professional people modeling him, et cetera, et cetera. Um, now we have, there's an update to this article. And yeah. NVIDIA responded to the article. Remember, the title is saying nearly 100% fake, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. NVIDIA reaches out and says, in quotes, through all but 14 seconds of the hour and 48-minute presentation, from timestamp to timestamp, yeah. Huang himself spoke in the keynote. The company's blog post now reads. Oh, okay. Spoke. Spoke. So I don't know if it's just voice or not. Because they have technology that can simulate voice. So I I don't know. And I'll go into why it's a little confusing. Because the first time I read that, I was like, oh, it's super obvious, right? Yeah. But then you see, and I'll show you timestamps for this later, you see different model versions of him that look incredibly realistic. But then there's other ones that don't. So I'm going to give you three timestamps. Okay. And you're going to have to guess the 14 seconds that they are claiming. Okay. So your first timestamp starts at 3722. Okay. Okay. So let me bring let me bring it up here. 3722. Okay. And I have to I guess I have to do it without listening to it. Okay. So here we go. Uh 3722 and I watched You, you can you seconds. can listen to it. You can listen to it. So it won't make a difference. Okay. So he's just in a little tiny corner though. Yes. I tried to yes. Okay. Am I allowed to watch it more than once? Yeah, sure. Okay. And I'm not looking at chat right now, guys, because I don't want I don't want it to tip me off. I don't want you guys to tell me which ones are the the simulated Jensen and which ones aren't. As we're going through this, I want people to remember the original title. GTC twenty twenty one keynote nearly one hundred percent fake. Yeah. You gotta remember the original title, okay? Okay. Let me know as you're jumping through these timestamps. Okay, all right. Hit me with the next one. 54.15. Okay. 54.15. Okay. Four more seconds here. Um, okay. So you're still not sure, right? Uh... I mean, honestly, they both looked kind of fake. I don't think he was breathing in the first one. And in the second one, I'm just going to watch the second one one more time here. It looks like the way his hair is moving around his neck. 
is a little kind of unnatural, but he also might just have a lot of hairspray in it. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I've got some people in uh, in Floatplane chat yeah. trying to call which one they think is fake. There's okay. a fair amount of people that think it's 5415. Um, okay. Now I want you to jump to 10241. 10241. All right. I'm doing it. Yeah. Here I go, boys. Oh, that looks very fake. Are you sure? <laughs> His legs look like, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, well, I said that one looked very fake before he disappeared. But then that also could have just been a VFX thing. It could have. Um, yeah. Body movements when you're on camera are tough, right? So maybe maybe try to like blow up the video and, and focus in a little bit more on his on his face specifically. Um, okay, but I'm at a different timestamp now earlier. So, <clears throat> okay, hold on a second. I'm, I'm, I'm blowing it up. I'm blowing it up. I'm looking at stuff here. I I gotta confess, it's very challenging because apparently part of the process. I do know this already. Apparently, part of the process was they actually recorded his mannerisms as well. So, like, if he has a particular way of fidgeting, um, it's supposed to fidget in the same way yeah. that he does. Yeah. They okay. Do it based off audio, it's really cool. Um, okay, so do I have? So I have to pick one. And this is not yeah. one of those misleading challenges where I, by picking one, I, I screw myself over. Like it's one no, of them. One of these is, well, we'll talk about that. But one of these is definitely it. Okay. Okay. Uh, can I have the timestamps one more time? I'm sorry. You guys can yeah. play along. You yeah. guys can play along. Do, show, here, I'll link, the, drop hole it. I'll link the video. Uh, all right, here we go. I'm gonna link the video in the chat without reading the chat. I'm defocusing my eyes so that I will not read the chat. It is now linked. Wow, fortunately, YouTube is moving so fast. I don't even have to worry about it. Do you want me to straw pull it? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Hit it with the straw pull. We'll see if if you guys get it right. But hit me with those timestamps one more time. Thirty-seven twenty-two. Thirty-seven twenty-two. All right, I know what I'm gonna look for this time. I'm going for it. I'm going for gold. Okay, 3722. That's kind of cheating because he doesn't say anything. Oh, I wonder if that's my hint. Maybe that's my hint. You're float plane. I'm firing it to you guys. 3722. All right. That would certainly be the easiest one to do it with. Okay, what's the next one again? 5415. 54. Twitch. 15. I'm going to be dropping it in the chat momentarily. Here it goes. Okay. I'm looking at 54.15 now. I'm going to YouTube now. Okay. Okay. I'm ready for the next one. 102.41. 102.41. And this is the one that's kind of trippy because he like disappears in the middle of it. But that yes. could just be a visual effect. That doesn't... They're doing some interesting visual effects here. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm going to say that because that last one looks so much like a green screen, I'm calling first one. I think it's the oh, first, first one where one. he's in the corner and doesn't say anything. Because I'm pretty sure I saw him reading the prompter in the second one. So I know, I know it's not that one. And then the third one, I feel like you put in just to throw me for a loop. So I, I'm not doing it. I'm taking okay. the first one. Okay. Okay. Are we going to show the straw poll <laughs> results first? Let them vote. Uh, we can. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. I let's fired the straw poll over to you. Okay. Wow. So bring it up. It's really even. Really? <laughs> okay. Let's show these results, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see what you guys thought. Oh, wow. I'm actually stunned. I mean, this gives us some idea. If, if the goal for NVIDIA was to be validated that it's very hard to tell the difference, I mean, I think that pretty much says it all. And I mean, I'm looking for things that I wouldn't even expect an average person to look for. Like the fact that I'm watching for if the host is reading a teleprompter, because that's something that I would recognize very easily. Um, not everyone would think about that. Unless they, I mean, the machine learning would, would go off of mannerisms, right? So if he practiced yeah. in front of a teleprompter. They, I, okay, I guess that's true, but I, I doubt they would be able to get that exactly gotta, right. Unless they basically recorded oh. his rehearsal and played it back, which is kind of, a, that's kind of a hack. I consider that kind of a cheat. That's not a simulated person. Ah. That's a recording of a person. That's mocap. That's, we have that already. That's not new, so that's okay. that's my so, that's my defense of 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 that. If they did that, I think it's a, I think it's which a uh, which which one did you Thanks, vote Professor for again? Pearl. Uh, I said the first one was fake. The first one, so that was thirty-seven twenty-two. Uh, um, yes. What I'll tell you is the one that won the poll. Mm -hmm. So the most votes came in for fifty-four fifteen. Yep, that one is not it. That one is not it. So it was the last one then. I will also say that the one that you chose was not it. Really? So it was, was the last one. It was the last one. Oh, interesting. I mean, I did say the first time around, I jumped out and I was like, that looks really unnatural. But yeah. I... It's mostly, I will give them this, it's mostly the body movement that looks unnatural. Um, yeah. I, I think, and I think they, they, I don't know if I want to say cheat, um, but I think they give themselves, they put themselves in a beneficial position. I'll say that much. By having, by him, having so him far away. Zoomed way out. Yeah. Um, so his face is not as easy to see. Um, now, again, they, they only say speak. And if you go to, give me one second. Do, 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 do. Okay. Go to uh, 102.28. Sure. Yep. Done. Here you can and see then, reading the teleprompter. And play from there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you see how it like grabs him? Yeah. He looks like he's changed and slightly displaced. And then the kitchen has a big difference as well. Like look at the side of the frame. Re replay that shift and like pay attention to the edge. Oh, yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can see it. So everything changes, right? Yeah. So I had to I had to timestamp and I think they did this properly actually, but I, I made sure that the timestamp right didn't there. show that change. So you right see there. a noticeable change, which makes me think that the rest of the presentation is not simulated. And the fact that this can, is confusing at all is a huge credit to the people that worked on this, to be real. Yeah. Um 
watching the the kitchen deconstruction is like really cool they pointed out that a bunch of the things in the kitchen yeah are like there's a a, a can of like cooking oil or something i don't yeah. remember exactly what it was and it was rebranded um to like an nvidia product and like there's right. a there's a little lego figure um of jensen and there's like a, a few other things in there that are kind of cool but yeah once you see that part of the transition where it noticeably shifts yeah it makes it so that this next part being the the fake part is a little bit more obvious right um, that makes sense it stood out to me mostly because of the body movement but there is some confusing parts so the continued timestamps that I have further on in the dock. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. So this is where it's like, okay, they said it was just 14 seconds and maybe it was. If you read, if you look at this first one, um, if you watch it till 2708, which is a little bit of time, they show like, okay, this is the first version of the face that we got. They have the 3D model obviously rendered and, and sitting there rotating and trying to talk. And it's like, yeah, that's obviously fake. Yeah. Um, but the guy in the video is saying, like, yeah, it's pretty good, but it's not photorealistic. And then they go forward. Uh, sorry, which one am I at? Uh, you're at the first one. You got to just tell me the time. I'm just clicking on it. Uh, give me one sec. I will get it. Oh, no. Live show. 2630. 2630. Okay. All right. So here, let's have a look at this, guys. Um, NVIDIA Omniverse 2630. I don't see a, a head talking. Um, just click the link in the doc. It's time stamped. Okay. Maybe everything I just said is wrong. What is real? Question mark. The link right below that. Uh, okay. Right here. Oh, this is a completely different video. All right then. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah that does not look. Uh, Doesn't very look real, real at, all. at all. Right. So that's the first version that they had. Right. And he says like, okay, it's not that great or whatever. Um, yeah. But once Blue Jacket guy goes away. Yeah. And you get to this, they, they show like example driving and result. The result is insane. Oh, wow. The result is like bonkers. <laughs> and this goes on for a little bit and they show a different, a few different versions of this. And the like the tuned in versions of what they have is amazing. So basically, instead of uh, using an actor for a deep fake, they're using kind of a decent... 3D animation as the source for their what is essentially then a deep fake, and then they used a mocap actor. Got for, it for the, for the motions. Um, but then, like, and this is using AI. Yeah, right. So machine but, learning, and then you see like how good that is because it looks rather incredible, right? Yeah, it looks great. Um, now, if you uh you don't want to click on the second link give me a sec i'll get you a timestamp. oh no i'll click the second link now that i now that i know it's just 28 it. minutes the problem but, yeah. is just that i have uh i'm having a really hard time uh seeing the top of my display because of my lights <laughs> i actually can't oh. like see the tabs up there it's blinding <laughs> uh anyway the point is yep here we go i'm at it so they they show that incredible example yeah and then they show this and now i'm like well that example was so good I don't know if this person here is actually him or if it's digitally rendered because the previous example was so fantastic. But what he's saying is that they, they had him like sit there and do these motions. So it's like, okay, this is yeah. probably actually him. Um, <clears throat> and they said that they got these motions and stuff three or four days before the keynote, which is like, right. wow, that's really, that's really not a lot of time. Around. Yeah. 
And then it shows him constructing at, at 28, like 14, 15. It shows him specifically constructing that 14 second scene. Right. Okay. So then I, I think it is the 14 seconds. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Man, pretty cool. Um, it's, it's, it's cool that it's kind of, I wish they were more clear. Yes. But it's cool that it's so confusing because that means they clearly did a really good job. Yeah. 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 They did. They did. They did a really darn good job of it. That headline uh, from tech radar is extremely um, misleading. I tried to, I tried to lean into it as much as I could because when you're, when you're looking at this connecting to the metaverse video, like I said, there's versions, there's results that they have that are like, holy cow. And this is this is the video that TechRadar was watching to write this article. Okay. Um, and the video is a little confusing. Um, Jared's tech just blew my mind. You finish up? your thought, and then I'm going to blow your mind in turn. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah, so I, I can just I can understand why it was confusing to TechRadar. I think they should change their title. Um, but after watching this video, I like part of me kind of believed you know yeah uh, so okay I don't know. jared's tech says they need to remake shrek with this so you basically use the original shrek as your source right for your deep fake and then you create like new higher resolution like photorealistic shrek and donkey and fiona and farquad man that'd be sick i feel like Wait, so you're deep faking an animation or are you trying to put that onto something that looks more real? Is that what you're saying? So you you're 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 basically like uh, doing a remaster of Shrek but with like machine learning. Like deep fake technology. Gotcha. Oh yeah. Or you could just like remaster it. I just guess. remaster Shrek. Yeah. But the point the, the problem with remastering <laughs> Shrek is that it's already a masterpiece, so it's um hey, it's just go. not possible. It's just not possible. But yeah, I don't know. After, after watching the connecting in the multiverse video, it was it was a little confusing, and I I was on the the believe train where I was like maybe they did do the whole thing, um, but but no, apparently it was just the fourteen seconds, which is which is like kind of confusing because to me that fourteen seconds is like almost glaring and like it it definitely stands out and not just because he's in a clearly digital space but because his body movements are kind of obvious and his face doesn't look as perfect as the example data in the connecting in the multiverse video i mean so that i'm like wait i told you i told you that i didn't uh i told you i didn't take that one because i thought you were trying to throw me for a loop by giving me something so obvious but um you know i that doesn't change that doesn't change the result i still picked the wrong thing and i'm not going to make any excuses for that which is really cool actually that's like the coolest part of this whole thing i thought this article was going to be a throwaway because i thought you're just going to pick it immediately Um, xpyr says linus all pixar renders in animation are extremely high resolution you don't need to deep fake it okay two things number one shrek is dreamworks animation not pixar um and number two is that it's I'm not talking about resolution. I would be talking about like photorealism, like the the actual the, the textures of it just because it's high resolution doesn't mean that it is photorealistic. That just means it has a lot of pixels. Um, a, a black wallpaper, like just zero 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 RGB values wallpaper can be 8k resolution. but there's no 
it's not photorealistic. It's just, it has, just has a lot of pixels. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't think this tech would be used for that. No, it but... wouldn't. Absolutely not. <clears throat> absolutely not. But it's the kind of thing that might not be impossible. Like looking at what they did with like Jensen, a... right? Where they, yeah. they had kind of like a cheapo, most of the way there model that does the, you know, the acting or whatever that is animated and then being able to take a photorealistic capture of him and skin it on top of it. Conceivably, that could be done. Now, you would never actually do it for an animated film because the hard part of the animation is making the things move naturally, right? Like, that's that's the hard part. So you would never take real people doing a thing, turn it into animation, and then use that animation as a source for a higher resolution, better version of them doing the thing. You would just... You would just do it properly in the first place. You, you wouldn't do it twice. But what I was talking about was if you were to like try to remaster it, like a, just a, a, like a, a cheap and dirty way to replace Shrek with something else or whatever, I think it could conceivably be done once machine learning gets advanced enough. That's all I'm trying to say. It's, it seems like the wrong tech, but if they want to do it as like yes. an interesting tech demo, I'm sure they could. Um, Steve uh jumped into youtube chat said i love you linus and did a super chat for 50 bucks just to say ltdstore.com oh hey uh thanks steve um and thanks for reminding me to click the viewer activity yes. tab where your super chat is not there even though it's clearly here at the top of the chat here um super awesome feature youtube thank you for it's been many weeks and this is still broken Oh, that's hilarious. The other super chat I have, you f cheapskate Ian, is from Tech Tech Potato, uh, Dr. Cutris. So we know we know who's generous in the tech community, okay? Generous is Steve, and one-tenth of generous is Dr. Cutris. We also know, you know, <clears throat> um, uh, I'm just going to say, I think that Anand lived in a pretty nice house, and... Uh, <clears throat> when he sold the company, I think that he probably got like a super awesome, another nice house <laughs> as opposed to uh, giving any of it to anyone else. Not that I know anything about that. That's just my guess. That's my guess. Just that's what I'm guessing based on that Dr. Cutress sent $5 and Steve from Gamers Nexus sent 50 uh, Gamers Nexus, Linus, we have an idea and need to 3D scan you while you T-pose. It's completely safe. Don't worry. It reassembles your atoms on the other side. Hey, thanks, Steve. You know what? I'd be happy to send you a T-Pose 3D scan. I just got to get me got to get me a 3D scanner. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into our yes. next topic for the day. Yeah. Newegg. You know, oh, it's great timing because we were about this to talk Steve about thing. Yeah, something yeah. that uh, this is uh, a news item that broke when Steve from Gamers Next has published this video showing gigabyte power supplies quite literally catching on fire not one not two but three i love that i love the security camera footage mixed in there that's absolutely beautiful so 
what's happening here? And now the problem for me is that as someone who doesn't know exactly how the new egg shuffle works, I was not able to independently validate this. But so I'm going to say allegedly, allegedly new egg has been bundling these power supplies, the P750 GM and P850 GM with in-demand yeah. graphics cards as a way to dump them onto unsuspecting consumers. Um, based on Steve's analysis of these power supplies, they are extremely dangerous and unsuitable for uh, consumer consumption, but they are allegedly selling them anyway and trying to kind of, you know, shift them out to people who might not be savvy and or might be desperate to get their hands on a graphics card. Now, that stuff that you saw in the video, let's just go back and let's watch that again. This is not supposed to happen on a correctly functioning power supply. This should be impossible. Power supplies are supposed to have a ton of safety measures built into them. Everything from overcurrent protection to overvoltage protection to uh, undervoltage protection, short circuit protection. It is not supposed to be possible for a power supply to literally spew out sparks and light on fire in that manner. And it's dangerous for obvious reasons. It's supposed to be inside an enclosed metal case. But the reality of it is, is there are plenty of people who put non-metallic things inside their computers, little stuffies, things like that. And there are also other parts of the inside of your computer that could potentially be flammable, things like plastics. Um, so whenever one of those things doesn't trip, that's what happens. You end up with power supply go kablooey. And it's not just dangerous to your house and your body. It's dangerous to the rest of your components as well. When a power supply dies, it can very easily cause a surge or a spike in voltage that will damage connected components. So you could lose your motherboard. You could lose your CPU. These are, I mean, the power supply is directly connected to every component of your computer. And in, a, in a, an ironic twist, uh, you could lose the graphics card that you were trying to buy when you got this bundled power supply. Um, Steve and his team were lucky enough. The sparks didn't go anywhere and they were not just lucky, but they were, uh, they were wise to be attentive when they were running a power supply test. So that last one that's on their security footage, you can actually see they yeah, have the sure. unit hooked up to a load tester. Um, so they were very wise to be sitting there monitoring it while it was running but you might not be so lucky. Now, here's the thing. It is unlikely that in the course of regular use, most gaming machines would trip any one of those protections. I mean, most gaming rigs pull only a couple hundred or a few hundred watts under full load, except for one small problem. Those power supplies are being actively bundled with some of the only GPUs on the planet that could potentially trip those kinds of protection circuits. Which is epic. <laughs> That's the problem. I mean, aside from, you know, trying to move out uh, a bad moving product. Now, to be clear, this type of strategy is not a new thing. I remember having a really irate conversation with, um, with an NVIDIA rep a long time ago where I basically went like, uh, you know, I was talking about, I was like, yeah, we had a great quarter. We moved X number of these. And they're like, I don't want to hear about how many. And I forget exactly what graphics card it was at the time. But it was it was when NVIDIA was really struggling. I think it was, man, was it? 
uh, Fermi? I mean, it must have been. NVIDIA was really struggling during the Fermi generation. Or was it, uh, man, was it 280? Was it, was it pre-Fermi? I can't remember. The point was, uh, we were talking about, like, NCIX, one of the anomalies, one of the weird things about it is they moved pound for pound a, a ridiculously disproportionate number of high-end graphics cards. You know, $600, $700 graphics cards. Remember when that qualified as top of the line? Uh, they moved a ridiculously disproportionate number of them in the country for how many people live here, for one thing, and for the size of the business that they did overall. Like, they were kind of like a boutique PC integrator in that way. And I remember getting this, like, irate answer back that's like, well, how many, whatever the equivalent back then of, like, a GT a GT 1030 was, well, how many of those have you moved? Unless you guys can get your numbers up for those, I'm not going to be able to get you any allocation of the good stuff. Um, so what the point I'm trying to make is that it is extremely common for brands and retailers to bundle together hot moving items and other items, whether it's something that is uh, overpriced. And so you're trying to mask the overpricedness on one thing with a discount on another thing. Yeah. Uh, whether it is undesirable, um, hopefully not whether it's dangerous. Um, so yeah, usually overpriced or otherwise undesirable. Oh yeah, and the last reason that you might try to bundle things is because you're trying to hit some kind of quota. So the way the MDF programs work for companies like uh, NVIDIA's, if I recall correctly, didn't work this way, at least for us. But I know for a fact that Intel's did. Uh, the way it worked was you had certain quotas that you were supposed to hit for certain either SKUs or, um, or product segments. So K, for example. Um, at NCIX, if we sold a, you know, a 2600, we were like... Yay, we made $6. But if we told, sold a 2600K, all of a sudden, yay, we made $6. But also, it contributed towards our quota that we had to hit to get our MDF or our marketing funding that we could spend on activities like NCIX Tech Tips. And by spend, what I mean is it's money that you get allocated on the back end from Intel and you put it towards approved marketing exercises that you then pay yourself for out of that pool. It's very common. And before, before the chat blows up, no, it's not exclusive to Intel. AMD has basically the exact same program. Don't kid yourself. Uh, Microsoft's program was excellent as well. Um, so that was, that's how you actually make money. I mean, if you're ever wondering why you go into the mom and pop computer store on you know Main Street or whatever, and their prices suck and they have no stock and no selection well that's why because if you don't hit a certain type of volume you're just you're not a player and you're not going to make any money because all you get is the upfront profit you don't get the back end that actually drives profitability in this business um so this practice is not uncommon but to do it with an item that is unsafe would demonstrate either um abominable ignorance on the part of Newegg and Gigabyte or at worst malice because selling a product bundled with a product that is the most likely thing I can think of to make it fail in the way that would be very bad is terrible. Um, with that said, 
There are certain manners in which a power supply can be loaded that are extremely unlikely to occur in the real world. So the odds are, if you have one of these power supplies, it's not going to blow up immediately. But the question becomes, do you really want to roll that die? And for me, the answer is no. And the pun was definitely intended. Get it? Roll that die because it could light a fire and you could die. Luke's not listening, but it was a very funny joke and he would have laughed if he'd been paying attention. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking into something ridiculous. Uh, apparently at, at 629 in the video, and I, I had to reaffirm this a bunch of times. And the reason why I wasn't listening to you right there was because I was listening to it. Um, but these extremely unstable power supplies that it's bundled with, if one of them pops and you want to RMA it, you have to send in your graphics card as well. Really? So they're sending you something they pretty much know is going to become garbage because like over 50% of the feedback for the graphics card on an, on Newegg's website is people having failures. It's 54% of Newegg reviews is people talking about failures. Apparently it pops at like 60% load. They're just ridiculous. They know it's going to die. And when it dies, you just have to keep your garbage or you have to send your graphics card back. Oh, wow. So this is obscene. Like, holy crap. What the heck? That would indicate that um, we That's, are... That sounds like fraud. That they're very well aware of what was going on, which is... I believe this is like a previously standing thing. Like, all bundled things have to be returned yeah. together, no matter what. So even that if it's an army of one of them. was a policy at NCIX, but only if you were returning the item. Not if the item was actually faulty and so, you were RMAing it for a replacement. That was never the policy that you had to return both items. So that's what I was kind of asking the chat is like yeah. if you're if you're returning it for a replacement, is this still the case? But can I, I just mean, can it... can I can I hit you with a hot take? Can I hit you sure. with a hot take, Luke? Yeah. Okay. Here's my hot take. Okay. Why is the penalty for attempted murder any less than the penalty for murder? Um, okay, that's my, that's my you, hot take. You Why? penalize people who suck less. <laughs> well, that that's exactly it. Just because you suck at murdering someone doesn't mean that you're not a complete. <laughs> yeah, like this. This seems just super illegal for so, like a bunch of reasons. But but here's I, the I problem. Here's the problem. Something here. Because of the way, and this is. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. As far as I know, because of the way the law works, until someone's house actually blows down bl blows down until someone's house actually burns down and they suffer any kind of actual material harm there's no real practical way to go after them for it that is my understanding like if you were to try to class action the shit out of new egg and gigabyte over this basically you would have to demonstrate some kind of of material harm and so the most you could possibly hope to get is some kind of compensation for your dead motherboard or CPU or graphics card or whatever else, which Newegg and Gigabyte conveniently make sure won't be an issue because they take your graphics card back when you report that there's an issue with the power supply. So you've, you've been refunded for it. You've been, you've been compensated. But to me, I look at it and I go, well, whoa, 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 hold on a second. What about the, what about the risk? What about the risk that I never would have signed up for if I had known about this in the first place? What about that? 
Nothing. Nothing about that. It, it's attempted murder, therefore it's no big deal. Why is that? Help me understand this. Uh, I don't know. The... This is crazy. Apparently Gigabyte has responded and basically been like, uh, yeah, um, not a problem. Um, apparently they've adjusted the OPP trigger point from 120 to 150%, uh, from, from roughly around 120 to 150% to roughly around 110 to 120%. Um, okay. So over OPP would be over models. power protection. Yeah. And that's on both models. As far as I can tell the same thing, 120 roughly to 150 roughly okay. changed to 110 roughly to 120 roughly. They are saying the testing is the issue. Now yeah. I did say that there are ways that you can test a power supply. So for example, uh, one of the one of the ways that we used to be able to separate the the men from the boys back in the in the early days of high powered graphics cards was a purely 12 volt test. So you would you would run the power supply up to its basically entire rated um, uh, current delivery, or it's up to its entire uh, rated power delivery uh, wattage. You would run the entire thing over the 12 volt rail, and lots of power supplies struggled with it because they were designed and validated by the manufacturers um, with some kind of load on 5 volt and 3.3 volt because there was other equipment in your power supply that would draw from these rails. And so a mark of a well-designed power supply was that it could deliver basically all of its power on 12 volt without actually drawing from those other rails. So you would hook it up in this in this artificial sort of way to power supply testing equipment instead of using a computer to test it. And yeah. reviewers at the time would kind of disclaim these results. They'd say, okay, look, a good result here is the mark of a well-designed power supply, but it's not representative of the real world. And if a power supply fails this test, that's fine because your computer will use five volt and 3.3 volt power anyway. Um, but the reason that they tested it in that way is that they were trying to look forward to a time when the 12-volt rail was going to become more and more and more and more important. So just because the methodology might be um, what's causing the power supply to blow up, also there's a lot of anecdotal evidence of these things just blowing up in regular use, but just because the methodology might be what causes it to blow up, doesn't mean that there isn't a good reason for that methodology and that it wouldn't point to a deficiency oh. in the design or build quality of the power supply. So Gigabyte is also offering exchanges for these units. So that is good, but you're getting a oh, tweaked one with an overpower yeah. protection trigger point that is um, lower, lower uh, which basically just means that it's not going to deliver as much peak power, I guess, which to me doesn't really address the problem which is that these power supplies are failing i'm not sure if this is steve or not necessarily but um gamers nexus in youtube chat uh says lol gigabytes response show they didn't actually understand our testing we'll look closer at it and comment on monday or tuesday which is great but also i would bring us back to the gamers nexus slide yeah. at four minutes and 30 seconds four minutes and 35 seconds into the video um I haven't. I wish I watched this before the show. This is super interesting. I'm gonna have to watch the whole thing in detail after the show. But um, just make sure you set it to two x speed. It's half half an hour. 
It's 30 minutes long. Love yeah. you, Steve. Uh, but Steve's testing shows 50% failure. Okay, so there could be something wrong with the testing methodology, whatever, kind of doubt it. Um, Newegg reviews show 54%. Yes, people are going to respond negatively more often than positively. Yeah. Because if you buy a power supply, it shows up and it works, you're decently unlikely to go back and be like, yup, it functions. Yep. Um, but you're really likely to say something if your power supply freaking explodes. Blows up and uh, takes out your motherboard. Yes. Uh, that being said, that practically never happened. So the fact that it is happening, and the fact that 54% of new egg reviews are this negative is astonishing. Fairly damn uh, yeah, yep. I'm not 100% certain what the survey data column is. Again, I haven't watched the full video, but like this is rough. Uh, we also have rough. a super chat from Steve. He says, regarding the testing, Gigabyte misrepresented us and is twisting it. They claimed yeah. we ran it for extended periods, but the failures were actually within two minutes almost every single time. <laughs> they either didn't understand or pretended they didn't. We're going to be replying on Monday. Also, like, I <laughs> got it. That's very good. Please reply on Monday. I went to newegg.com yeah. specifically, not .ca, because I believe that's where they got these numbers from. Yeah. I typed in power supply, and the first two things that came up were EVGA 600BQ110 and then Seasonic Focus GX850. I'm checking their responses, uh, and everything's basically fine. Well, yeah. Yep. There's it's, some issues with like DOA on the on the EVGA one, but yep. most people are happy with it. Um and the Seasonic one is rated super highly. Not surprised. Seasonic power supplies are fantastic. Uh and that does not line up with the gigabyte responses. So there's something non-standard, right? The gigabyte ones are blowing the heck up, and the other ones aren't. Um Actually, yeah, these EVGAs kind of seem to have some um, some issues. I don't think they're exploding too. though. Uh, a few of them have apparently popped just like right out of the box. Oh. That's in that's in like the last ten reviews. There's like three that uh, Ooh, are saying they they, they popped. They went they popped off. They popped off, dude. They're popping off. Power supply, that's still, man. That's still not anywhere near, not even remotely close to the same percentages as the gigabyte power supplies. Just to be very clear. Um, if if even if we total together the they're done in eggs on new eggs yeah. on new egg not stars so if we total together the one two and three stars so I'm assuming you're not going to give a power supply a four or five star if it explodes on you if we total all of that together that equals a percentage of eighteen yeah the gigabyte ones are at fifty four and I also know that there are some other like some of these one egg ones are like oh it showed up DOA which is bad but it's not exploding these are very different things. Yeah, these are angry customers. This is not a good look. Uh, but, you yeah. know, the funny thing about it is we preach, don't cheap out on your power supply, right? Like, don't we preach that? Yeah. You know what I've noticed in the Intel Extreme Tech upgrades is almost, I wouldn't say almost everyone, but a disproportionate number of the people who have gotten Intel Extreme Tech upgrades where they're operating within a fixed budget, trying to get as much tech as they can for the money, have skimped on the power supply. Chase skimped on the power supply and is now, he actually had just a system power down event because he has a 3080 Good. on like a 750 Good. watt power supply. And so he's like, yeah, I'm going to have to buy a new power supply. James skimped on the power supply. 
Uh, he tried to get away with, I forget exactly what card it was, but it was with like a little SFX power supply. And those tend to be more sensitive than a full-size power supply um, to momentary spikes in, uh, in power draw. Uh, and I'm trying to remember who else, but oh, Colton. Uh, Colton, I think, cheaped out on the power supply. Like almost everyone, in spite of the fact that we preached this, when push came to shove, they chose FPS instead of smooth, you. reliable, unsexy power delivery. I've got I've got two theories here. Um, let me look up one of them really quick. In the meantime, why don't I run through the sponsor spots? Thanks to Setup for sponsoring today's WAN show. Setup curates and brings together over 200 paid apps to your Mac for a fraction of the cost. Each app is carefully handpicked to assist in boosting your productivity. Just navigate to a category and get your hands on the best tools to solve your problems all at once. If you're a Mac user and you're looking for ways to get things done more efficiently, Setup is worth trying out. There's a seven-day free trial, and then if you like it, it's only $9.99 a month. So sign up for Setup and get a free seven-day trial at stpp.co forward slash wanshow or by clicking the link in the description below. All right. What, uh, what are we coming back to here, Luke? Hit me okay, up. so <clears throat> I know Anthony had an Extreme Tech upgrade, but it's been a long time since I watched it. Has, yes. has like Alex had an Extreme Tech upgrade? Alex has. I believe he reused his... No, no, Alex went for a good quality power supply. In fact, And probably he, so did Anthony, right? He used the Seasonic uh, X-Connect, whatever, that, that case Beautiful. that has the, the breakout, like 12-volt only power thing. It's pretty sick. Cool. Okay. Okay. Cool. Neat. And Anthony probably got a good one as well, I'm assuming. Mm, trying to remember. Anthony blew a lot of his budget on like a, a VR while. headset and a TV. So I'm just, I'm trying to remember what his parts list was. He must've had a, yeah, he must've had a computer though. Uh, I'll check. I'll check. Is it in here? Oh, even I'm processor. Motherboard. Duh, 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 duh. RMX 650 watt. So he went pretty, that's a, a decent power supply, but no, even Anthony, even Anthony wanted to squeeze as much, like he didn't go overkill for, for sure. 2080 super. Yeah. 2080 yeah. super. That is, that is adequate. That was a, yes. that was a, a calculated savings, Measured. So, but so it was a savings. Like a really fantastic solution and a very adequate solution from the little bit more techier people out of the people that you listed so far. Yes. And I am not surprised. Yep. Um, and then what was my other one? Oh, no. Oh, I was going to say the other thing is maybe it was tactical because maybe they cranked out the parts that are difficult to get, expensive mm. to get, etc. knowing fair. that potentially the power supply is going to die, but that's not really a big deal. Because you can get power supply. Yeah, they can go buy a solid power supply on their own. So but, maybe it was a tactical decision. But the big problem, though, the big problem is that your power supply can take out other components. And when that happens, I mean, you will get the runaround. There, I'll say it. You are going to get the runaround because the power supply manufacturer is not going to want to buy you a new graphics no. card. And the graphics card manufacturer, that is not their fault that you bought a crappy power supply. Yep. That, so nobody is going to want to replace that collateral damage. I have heard of power supply manufacturers that have claimed that they will that they will warranty connected components that are killed by the power supply failure. But one of the issues is that it's really hard to prove it. Probably not gigabyte. <laughs> well, that's a whole. That's a whole if they didn't thing. hate me enough already. Hey. 
<clears throat> All right, let's go ahead and move into our next topic here. If you, you remember the backplate gigabyte, I remember the backplate gigabyte. Anthony Sorry. says, I stand by my choice. Uh, the 2080 <laughs> Super is not a big power sucker. And that's fair. I did say, you did say, I it, was did very say it was an adequate choice. I just said that you clearly didn't, you didn't buffer, you know, you didn't just go go ham on the power supply. I said which it was is, which is fine. Calculated. Yeah. calculated. He's, he's on the line, like I was saying. He's not he's not before the line. He had an I five as well. He's either. highlighted I five in the dock for me here. Highlighted I five. Thank you, Anthony. All right, let's move into our next topic. Have you been injured by a faulty product? Amazon says <sighs> don't call a lawyer. <laughs> uh, Amazon has Please. been taking some flack for safety concerns from third-party sellers following last month's Consumer Product Safety Commission complaint. The CPSC wants Amazon to take responsibility for dangerous products offered by third parties under the Fulfilled by Amazon program, since Amazon is the one who is actually shipping out that product. That's what Fulfilled by Amazon means. It's in Amazon's warehouse, comes with an Amazon sticker on it. So from a consumer standpoint, they're Amazon buying bought. something from oh, Amazon. Yeah. Dangerous pro products that have been shipped in this program include 400,000 hair dryers without the required immersion protection devices. <sighs> that could be an enormous electrocution risk. 24,000 carbon monoxide detectors awesome. that don't work. Yeah, um, bit of a fail to alarm, bit of an issue on an alarm. Numerous children's sleepwear products that are in violation of flammable fabric safety standards equals potentially kids on fire probably not nice. um in case you guys were wondering this is actually why we have never done children's clothes on ltt store because i'm sure there are plenty of you that would have loved to get a kid-sized like wan hoodie or something i want one for i not one i want three i want them for my kids and for the upcoming uh wan v2 hoodie i have actually custom ordered we measured my kids and we are custom ordering one-offs for each of them but that's the reason that we've never sold them because kids clothing standards are a whole ball of wax so the cpsc seeks to force amazon as the distributor to stop selling those products work with the cpsc on recalls and direct notice for affected customers amazon's initial response was to independently do what the cpsc asked them to but without collaborating with the CPSC. They just wanted to kind of do it quietly. They're now going a step farther though. Any product that is purchased on Amazon is covered by a change to the A to Z guarantee as of September 1st. The changes offer $1,000 in starting compensation for injuries caused by faulty third-party items with a theoretical cap of a million limited to the purchase price of the product plus medical expenses, lost wages, and property damage caused by the defective product. Wait a second, this isn't good. This is, this is just, these payments will come at no cost to sellers and will usually be resolved within 90 days. This sounds closer to hush money. So they're trying to just sell oh, with everyone before no, it you totally is. go yeah, to a lawyer. They're asking you to not go to a lawyer and they're trying to pay you off. That it, it is, it is hush money. Yeah. Yep. Which like for some people, that's maybe what they want to do. Right. And this doesn't make a difference. You can still go to a lawyer. It's not like you can't go to a lawyer. They're asking you not to, but who cares about that? That doesn't matter. Huh. Okay. Uh... Interesting. So prior to this, Amazon was the only party customers could sue with any expectation of success uh, because many of these sellers are from foreign countries, often China, and simply 
do not respond to lawsuits with no recourse available to the plaintiffs. Uh, this is an important detail because the CPSC's case against Amazon uses lawsuits like these as evidence. So if there are fewer lawsuits because Amazon is able to quiet them down, there will be less evidence and therefore less likelihood that they will be chased <laughs> in the event of a catastrophic product failure and someone wanting to sue them over it. Um, yeah, basically Amazon's money is buying them kind of a, like a liability waiver here. Fascinating. Um, maybe after a little while, it'll be time for us to talk about your your project idea. Uh, maybe once you've made a little bit more progress on it, Luke. It's tough. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yep. All right. Because yeah. it's kind of getting to be time. More work has been done, but it's it's tough. Oh, speaking uh, of work has been done, the LTT store team has been hard at work getting you guys what you demand. We now have... Dun, 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 dun. Spout lids for the LTT water bottle. Woo! Check it out. Look, it's a spout lid. It goes on the LTT water bottle. Also, Luke is working his way through this, but there is going to be a lower price for the spout lid that should show up if you have previously purchased an LTT store water bottle. And if you add the water bottle and, and the spout lid to the cart now, there is a lower price for it. You just have to buy the water bottle at the same time. If you have previously purchased a water bottle, like Linus said, uh, should be before the end of tonight, um, but also three-sevenths of all customers have been registered so far, but it's going pretty slowly, but uh, it is there. Customers are being imported and updated that have previously bought the water bottle, and if you're in that lot of people, it will automatically discount the SIP lid uh, when you go to do it. Please give us until at least tomorrow so that I can yeah. finish this import. Yeah. But if you have previously purchased the bottle, you should get the discount tomorrow or later. Yeah. If you don't get the discount automatically, customer support can help you. Yep. Yeah. So it should be five bucks if you've previously purchased a water bottle. Yay! Go team. Yay. Thanks, LTT store team. All right. Uh, what else we got for topics today? There's some pretty good stuff. Uh, oh, man, I don't know. This is more of a quick one. Facebook is shutting down researchers that are looking into uh, political ads running on Facebook and how Facebook is targeting them. So Facebook does have tools where they have approved researchers that are allowed to look into these things in approved ways so they can see what campaign ads are running on the platform. But what they can't see without looking at it from the viewer's side, the user's side, is how they're being served. So uh, this was from, uh, I think it was some researchers at New York University. Yeah, New York University. Uh, basically, they created a browser extension um, that around 16,000 people voluntarily installed that was looking at how Facebook was serving them these ads. Facebook shut down the extension, shut down their API access, and even terminated their personal accounts um, because oh, they no. really do not want third-party independent researchers looking at this stuff. Because they might not like what they find. Allegedly, probably. Um, we don't have confirmation of that because Facebook doesn't allow I mean, third that's... parties to uh, <laughs> audit how they're serving political ads. So that's pretty cool. Thanks, Facebook. You're awesome. Uh, this I mentioned briefly earlier. There's a house bill that takes aim at iOS and Android app store competition. The Open App Markets app basically validates what... Epic's been saying what I've been saying, what Apple fanboys 
seem to be pushing back against because they have some kind of weird Stockholm syndrome that I really don't understand. Um, the App Store a is a a monopoly, basically. Um, it's it's like a it's not quite a monopoly, yes, because the Google Play duopoly. Store also exists. But thank you, thank you, Luke. That's just called a duopoly, and yep. there are certain things that you know are fair points. You know, Apple and Google, these are their stores and they're allowed to run them the way that they want. The problem is that when they run afoul of antitrust law, that there are consequences for running them the way that they want. And so it looks like those consequences might finally be coming. So what this ultimately ends up looking like for consumers outside of America, probably nothing for the time being, because there's no way Apple and Google are going to voluntarily roll out changes to uh, things like uh, the cut that they take from developers or forcing developers to use their payment processor, which conveniently includes their 30% cut. There's no way hey. they're going to roll these out in other territories voluntarily. So it'll be America only, at least for the time being, and it'll probably take quite a while. I don't think they're going to expect them to flip a switch automatically. But in time in America, the hope is that this would lead to third-party app stores, which would lead to competition for your for your app buying and V-Buck buying dollars or whatever it is that you buy, which would in turn lead to Apple and Google slashing their rates and or being more competitive with respect to uh, allowing multiple payment processors and all those kinds of things. Now, if you want to look into um, why things like duopolies can be really bad, um, and if you've only heard of a monopoly and how that can be bad, and you're like, duopoly, well, that's two companies. Of course, there's competition there. There's competition in much more than just two companies as well. Whenever the space gets small enough, and that isn't necessarily one or two, things can get really bad. There's a very, very good video that I've referenced on this show before, but I didn't know the name of it, and I do now. It's called This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things by Veritasium. Louis Rosman is the highest comment uh, under the videos, basically saying, thank you, you planted a seed today about right to repair all this kind of stuff. It's a really good video, and it talks about why light bulbs suck. Um, it's really interesting. Yeah, it's actually a great video. Basically, planned obsolescence is yes. a thing. And, and it's something that's taught in schools, which was something that was revealed to me after the last time we talked about this. They have planned obsolescence courses in different schools. It's interesting. It's kind of... Yeah, it's kind of sickening, especially when you consider how much waste light bulbs have created yep. over the decades. Yep. It's oh, horrible. Oh, man. <laughs> In more cool, exciting news, um, <laughs> the ECC listing of a graphics processors of the Asus trademark has an interesting model hey. name. The RTX 3070-8G Noctua. Noctua. That's going to be pretty sweet. We don't know what it'll look like. Probably nothing like this. But here's a render <laughs> of what an Asus X Noctua graphics card might look like. And 10 out it of 10. It actually looks pretty cool. I seriously doubt it will look anything like that. 10 of 10. I suspect it's just going to be usage of fans. I don't think it's going to have like a big Noctua badge on it and stuff. Would but invite those, to the backseat of my car like... after prom. <laughs> yeah. I think it looks great. It's a cool yeah. render. Yeah, um, looks fantastic. Whoever made that should be should be proud. I just I don't think that's what it's going to look like. But I, I'd be I, happy to eat my words. I expect it to perform awesome. I mean, Noctua yeah. is still king when it comes to when it comes to fan performance. Uh, they were recently dethroned by ooh, who was it? Uh, dethroned Noctua fan. Oh, who is it? 
Uh, was it um, not deep cool? Be quiet, maybe. Really? Here Hopefully, it it's is. not as horrible to install as there. Here it is. But oh, Fantex, Fantex. Here we go. Oh, uh, this fan. But 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 they kind of hacked because it's oh. five millimeters thicker. Which, when you consider oh. how much of a fan is the yeah. like structural frame at the back and how much of it is the actual blade being five millimeters thicker on a 25 millimeter fan is actually more than just being 20 percent thicker in terms of the actual spinning part it's like probably closer to like 25 percent thicker so it does beat um the nf uh the nf a12 x24 but if i'm if I'm Noctua, I'm probably going to be pretty pissy about this, and I'm going to do a 30 millimeter fan of my own. And then all of a sudden, 25 millimeter fans as the standard are going to be dead, and all your cases are going to be obsolete because they won't fit modern yeah. fans, and the case is going to get bigger and whatever. Yeah. I mean, these things happen. These things happen. Um, Interesting that they're basically like making a new market segment, though. Yeah, you know what? I changed my mind. I don't feel like talking about Samsung Unpacked. I already said everything I have to say okay. about the Z Fold 3, which is super exciting. Absolutely love it. Uh, I just need the YouTube app to work properly, and then I will happily daily drive it. It's, it's amazing. Um, the Z Flip <clears throat> 3 is still what I think it is. It's, it's a phone that I don't understand why it exists. It's a novelty item. Um, if you want a screen that shape, then you should just use a candy bar phone. I'm sorry. I don't get it. Maybe I'm wrong. Feel free. I'm sure Austin Evans is probably like online too, trying to argue with me about this. Um, if I recall correctly, he's one of the people who thinks that the Z Flip series is really cool. I, I don't get it. But it's also water resistant like the Fold is now. Um, that's a big improvement over the last generation. Uh, the new Galaxy Watch 4 and Galaxy Watch 4 Classic are here. I'm kind of tempted to give them another try. I mean, I've been wearing this Apple Watch for so long that the meme is kind of dead. Uh, it's not It's not connected to anything, guys. I, it's just a watch. And also, I broke the screen on it with my badminton racket. I followed through on a swing and whacked it, and it cracked all the way across. So it's it's seen better days. Maybe it's time to send it, to, send it into the shop for repairs and then put it in the LMG store. Um, which is not to be confused with the LTT store, not LTTstore.com. I mean, when we have like uh, dead or repaired items or like half working items, uh, people oh, yeah, yeah. at work will often buy them for a steep discount. And there's Galaxy Buds 2 for $149, uh, available August 27th. I, that I wouldn't mind uh, taking a crack at as well. These are an upgraded Galaxy Buds Live with better active noise cancellation, apparently. Um, so that's pretty much it for the big topics for the WAN show today. Was there anything else that you wanted to hit, Luke? No, I think that's I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, we're good. All right, let's do some super chats then, shall we? Yeah. I only have the ones after I clicked that tab because YouTube is broken. Thanks, YouTube. Uh, GeoBear says, really enjoying your home automation videos. You mentioned that even for you as a techie person, it can be overwhelming. Will LTT cover communication protocols and recommended devices and why you chose Z-Wave for your house? I chose Z-Wave um, partly because it's got better range without requiring hops. The so 900 megahertz does have better punch-through ability when you've got lots of walls or lots of floors in your house. Um, and mostly I chose it because the light switch that I like happened to be Z-Wave and everything else I've been looking at has a good option available that's Z-Wave. And also I don't care about Z-Wave versus Zigbee because I'm using Home Assistant. And with Home Assistant, you can actually have two separate sticks and you can use them both 
and you can integrate them and have them trigger each other in various ways. So there you go. All right. Cheesy Pie says, Z Flip is going to be a godsend for my tiny pockets as a woman. The exterior display was the biggest thing holding me back. I pre-ordered. You know what? There it is. That I is me. That. that is me yeah. getting told. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely destroyed by words. So because yeah, it might bulge out a little bit more. Yep. But there is a lot of like women's pockets issues where they're just really, really shallow. Yep. And so, you could you could yeah. say, okay, women just get pants with a bigger pocket, but they can't. They I, can't. Yeah. I, I've looked at women's pants. I was like, well, why don't they just have bigger pockets? And they just don't. So all uh, right. I have heard that it's pain. because they I don't know. But I've heard that the manufacturers don't do it because they think they'll sell less because it makes unflattering curves. But like given how excited most of the ladies that I know get about dresses with pockets or like pants with properly functioning pockets or whatever else, I feel like you'd sell more if you just made proper freaking pockets. But do you remember uh, what that, do I know? Do you remember that horrible trend in like 2001, 2002, those awful pants that had no back pockets? Women's pants. Oh. They were like the ugliest thing ever. They looked so stupid. Um, my favorite pants and my favorite shorts have no back pockets, but they have many and large pockets elsewhere. So it doesn't really matter. Man, how am I going to... Man, how do I find this? Okay, that's a lot of pictures of butts on my screen. You know what? I really... <laughs> I don't need this very much. Um, all right. Two of Vaughn walking in. Yeah, exactly. I don't need that either. Okay, what else we got here? Uh, Zach says, love the water bottle, but the gold print on the top, so faded after two-ish years, about to get another. Okay, it has been a couple of years. Um, and what we have found is that some users have that issue, others do not. Um, and it seems like it might have to do with um, the pH of your like finger oils. So just something to consider. Uh, we don't have the same print fading issues with any of the other ones, and the print fading issue is not that yeah. widespread. Just reach out Change to... Change the pH of your fingers. What? No, I didn't bro. say that. I, said... I know. I'm just memeing. I'm just memeing. I said buy a different color, and if you yeah. have issues with it, you can contact customer support, and they'll help you out. The customer um, support at LTD store are pretty awesome. Zovastria so. says, can confirm, back in November 2020, I snagged a 3090 bundle with a P850GM. Luckily, I sold the power supply to someone else. Oh, Not no. luckily for them. Yeah. Uh, Nick <laughs> also says, we updated to a new gold ink about 18 months ago that is less prone to fading. So there you go. Nice. Um, okay. But, but, but Dennis says, keep in mind that the power supply fan is often facing down and sparks could literally fly out of the computer onto your carpet if you have your computer down on the floor. That is an excellent, excellent point. Nardstorm, Nardstorm says, first time catching the show live. Just started my career as a network engineer, and I'm taking inspiration from you for my personal setup. I want to add a NAS to my server rack. Any recommendations for NAS servers? Build your own. Get a rack mount case and just build a computer. Servers are just computers. Yeah. Um, Gamers Easy Price. Here to outbid Gamers Nexus with a super chat of $69.69. .69. Have you nice. guys tried flight sim on the Series X yet? I have not. Um, as for why, because I have a PC, so I just wasn't there wasn't any reason for me to do it at this time. Apparently, Gamers Nexus lost a GPU in their video. Ooh, that is very unfortunate. That's a massive yikes. Um, 
Jason Schreiner says, Attempted is less than the actual crime. Crime and government, the two places that routinely reward failure. <laughs> All right. All right. That's that's pretty funny. Uh, Gamer Easy Price says, Just got to even out the good old bank account. Don't mind me. Sends $30.31 for an even $100 of super chats. All right. Thanks, Gamer Easy Price. Very nice. Josh says, I got, of course, their HX1000i, even though I max at 500 because I don't want to bomb in my expensive system. Fair enough. Um, Sam Laird says, what is your opinion on Microsoft and Intel dropping support for S3 Sleep? All 11th gen Intel mobile CPUs now only support modern standby. This heavily hurts sleep battery life in Linux and to a lesser degree in Windows. I actually had not looked into this issue at all. Uh, thank you for putting it on my radar, though. Joshua says, this is stupid, but I have recommended at least a few times to change out the cable to a few power supplies because the cable provided heated up. This should not happen. Yeah, it's an excellent point. Um, that was another really funny thing. Back in the days of uh, when 80 plus was first kind of um, hitting the market. So 80 plus certified power supplies. There were some assumptions that just because something was 80 plus certified, it meant it was quality. You can build a high efficiency power supply that is not actually very good quality in other ways. It could have very high ripple. Um, it could have, you know, like we like we say, um, uh, it could right. It could be lacking or have incorrectly configured over power protection. There's lots of other things that could be wrong with it. And one of the big scams back in the early days of eighty plus was manufacturers certifying their power supplies with cables that were different than what the consumer would actually receive. So like higher gauge cables. Um, so that was, uh, that, was, that was a pretty funny one back in the day. You got to keep, keep an eye on those manufacturers. Hey, Dr. Cutra sent another, uh, sent another five pound super chat. Anand took his money and I only got a full-time job after he left. Okay, I was kind of dancing around um, the situation when Anand sold Anand Tech because I wasn't sure if I was, what if anything I was supposed to know about it. Um, so there you go. Uh, you've got it direct from Ian himself. Anand took the money. I got a job. Uh, I'm not cheap. I'm just only on 50,000 subs as a proportion. My super chats are awesome. Plus, plus. <laughs> yeah. You know what, yeah. Ian? Thank you yeah. very much. Thank you for the super chat. Next time you're live and I catch it, I'm going to be sure to send you super chat back. Um, also, I miss you. Yeah, I know. Right. We got to get together, dude. Uh, what am I looking at here? Oh my gosh, why do we have so many super chats today? It's because we acknowledged them early in the show. Crap, this is yeah. too many. Okay, guys, I'm only going to do a handful more. We don't do super chats on this show. Uh, Kinestic says, video idea, the most dangerous PC in the world, a combination of physically dangerous hardware. It is thankfully, thankfully difficult to find legitimately dangerous hardware. You should do like the, the BS machine. And just find like build a computer out of like either things that are dangerous or things that had like false claims like or misleading like claims false or, advertising or yeah just things well like we that. have that stupid uh motherboard recently that um claims to have usb ports that like pulled faster or something uh, <laughs> nice toxic bullet xnl says hey linus or luke i was looking at float plane supporters and what's the difference between ltt supporter or supporter plus if I recall correctly, it is 4K resolution. 4K. Also, there's going to be a change for float plane supporters. Ah. We are formally going to be doing away with yeah. early access. We're going to focus instead on behind the scenes and um, 
yeah, mostly on behind the scenes and exclusive content because the reality of it is we haven't been able to keep up with it for the better part of six months now. And we feel like it's hurting our competitiveness to be so far behind certain hot news topics. I do think yeah. you can expect to see post to, posts early on Floatplane still very often, but we're not going to have a commitment to have it be early anymore. I also think my understanding here is that you guys are going to be pushing a little bit more in those departments. Yes. So um, that's going to be a key part of Madison's role is making sure that we're keeping up on things like behind the scenes and exclusive content. Which, in my opinion, I might be a little biased here, genuinely this time, but in my opinion, that's actually even cooler. Um, because now you're getting like more and, and specifically interesting content um, that like might not do super well in the main channel, so I don't want to release it there, but you can get it on Flowplane. Um and the early access thing is like pretty neat, but like, whatever, you know? Okay, Gondomar says, finally, lol, you haven't done early access for years. That's actually not true. It's been less That's than a true. year, and we were very consistently early for the entire rest of Floatplanes. Yeah, Gondomar. History. Come on. I'm pretty sure I know who that is. But it has been very, very difficult lately. Um, Asasoft says, has Luke ever talked about the tech stack behind Floatplane? I would absolutely yeah. love to hear about it. Yes, but times. not for a long time. I mean, it hasn't really changed. Um, we do a lot of things at Floatplane. So it's not as simple as like, yeah, these are the like three or four languages that we use because we use a ton um, because we do a lot of things because we don't just like, we're not just a payments platform, but we do payments. We're not just a video platform but we do video. We're not just a streaming platform, but we do streaming. Blah, 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 blah. We do yeah. tons and tons of different things, uh, but it's mostly like JavaScript. And they also do other things like working on LTTstore.com. They're working on yeah. internal, uh, like they're working on customizing an open source inventory management tool for us right now. So they're, they're kind of, uh, they're this thing, but then they're also the only people we know that know how to program anything. <laughs> so... <laughs> We, we do a lot of stuff. We wear a lot of hats. It's mostly like mean stack related, I would say. Um, but yeah, there's lots of other things. We have infrastructure people that barely have anything to do with that kind of stuff. We have, it's, yeah, we do lots of stuff. But it's mostly, mostly mean stack related, mostly JavaScript related. Jakey's design says, I was repairing an HP G7 250 and I was surprised by the repairability of the laptop. There was a video made by HP outlining the process of replacing nearly all the parts, including the screen and battery. I was interested that HP had this much support. That's really cool. Thank you for thank you for drawing our attention to that. Um, here's the specifications thing. I don't actually see any of these resources here, but uh, presumably it's not that difficult to find. So yeah, that's super cool. Uh, what else we got? We got a couple more. Is the beard permanent? Uh, it's yeah, it's here until it's not here. I think at this point. Thanks, Luca. Ah, uh, Prince Albert asks, why not LTT women's pants with pockets? Okay, we would love to do, at the very least, you know, unisex pants, but pants are really difficult because, you know, you can kind of get away with not having tall sizes for shirts, like just wear a size up and it like kind of hangs a little baggier. You cannot get away with that for pants. Uh, Andrew Wada says, should I get an S21 Ultra or a Z Fold 3? The massive screen on the Fold would be nice with my bad eyes, but the lack of dust resistance worries me. I wouldn't have the lack of dust resistance be what um, be what holds me back from a Fold 3. I mean, the price could hold you back, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say dust. I mean, it should be in your pocket most of the time. You shouldn't have a whole lot of dust settle on your, on your phone. Uh, SJ Hockey asks, I noticed your videos mention Unrated and Proxmox a lot. Which do you recommend? 
horses for courses. Um, I run some NAS VMs on an HP DL380P server for a small business and was wondering if Unraid offers anything over Proxmox feature set wise for NAS. Well, what they offer is Unraid. Um, so you should do a little bit more digging if you're experienced enough to do what it looks like you're doing. Um, you should be able to understand it pretty easily. But what you want to look into is what differentiates Unraid from the normal type of raid that most NASs offer. That's really their special sauce, along with um, really painless uh, device pass-through for VMs. And just in case you didn't uh, grow up in rural countryside, Horses for Courses is like right tool for the right job, using the right thing to do the right thing. Use yeah. the right type of race course for the right type of race. Yeah, they're, they're both great, is what I'm trying to say. It just depends on the situation. Yeah. All right. I think that pretty much wraps it up for the WAN show. Nick did message me to say we are apparently working on some women's sweats. Um, so there you go. Oh, that's dang, that's something nice. that is in the works. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. We will see you again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye. Oh, that's a really good idea. Linus, use an iPhone 12 Pro LiDAR scanner. We need the T-Pose. Says not interested in YouTube chat. That's a really good idea. I should totally send that over. I've got one right here. Send that over to Steve. Can we talk about the Cavco stuff? I don't have a specific way for them to reach out. Let's do it next week. Okay. Yeah. Because this is like the it's very end like, of the show. Let's do it at the beginning. Also like other things we need to figure out. Yeah. Stuff. But yeah, Let's yeah. do it okay. at the beginning of the show. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. So many comments. OMG, thank you for explaining that saying, Luke. The only reason why I did it was because I thought they might not have properly caught it, so they wouldn't be able to Google what it was. Got it. All right. Okay, we're done now.